Hello, my name's Alana. And my name's Georgia. And this is episode 11 of Listen to This. say that number 11 is your favorite yeah my lucky number what why is it is there a reason why it's your lucky number i don't know it just looks ecstatic like aesthetically pleasing and also it kind of looks like the sign for gemini oh yeah it looks like two elevens like yeah and i guess like you're born on the first so there's you know it's one's level one don't really know how you pick a lucky number. I feel like a lot of people's are related to their birthday, like mine. Definitely. I feel like everyone just goes with their birthday day as their lucky number. I always uh, make sure 13 is in there if I do the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's one, so that's like, it's just like a not very good lucky number, I don't think. Yeah. It's a bit of a basic one, isn't it? Definitely. You've got to have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was, went off on a bit of a tangent there. What story have you got for us this week, then? So I'm doing another Where Are They Now? Yes, I love these. <laughs> I have, like, quite a few. There's so many people that just seem to, like, dropped off the face of the earth. It feels like there was a period of time where, like, there was loads of people about, and then they all of them together just disappeared. Yeah, I saw a really cool thread on Reddit the other day, and it was like, who do you think is who like is around now is actually going to be like around for the long term and a lot of people were saying like oh like Billie Eilish Dua Lipa like a lot of people seem to think that Dua Lipa still hasn't hit her like peak yet really yeah she's come out with some bangers they're saying that they think the third album's gonna be like the true tell of like <laughs> her like legendary status but yeah there was like a really I always think about that like who who do you listen to now that like will not really exist in like even like a year's time or yeah billy is a weird one because i can't imagine like her making music when she's like 30 year old i think she could go like full stevie nicks do you reckon yeah i reckon she'll be like an icon yeah to be fair i could see that happening i just can't imagine what music it'll be because it's very like current and young i feel true true but then it's also like quite dark and yeah, she's very clever with lyrics. So I guess you could kind of go anywhere. Yeah, with that. I guess one of the main issues, especially like for this story as well, is I think some people almost get like a bit like overexposed or like play too much. Like you think of like Ed Sheeran, it just gets to the point where everyone starts to sort of turn on you because they're just so sick of hearing your songs over and over That's again so true and I think so for true. a lot of people they just have to like take some time out because it's just not gonna work yeah <laughs> you could put out something amazing and like if no one wants to listen to it then that's it yeah and I feel like it also goes the other way of like people try and stay relevant when they should really just disappear like Robbie Williams really needs to Ooh. just let it go now <laughs> Like, he had some bangers back in the day, you know, and Take That were great back in the day, but I feel like you had your time. 
the stuff that you released in the last few years, Candy, what what was that? Like, what was that? It was um, the final oh. straw for me. It was, I love your love my life. I, like, <laughs> oh, no. I don't care. <laughs> I love my life. I'm like, you're what at a point song. where, like, no one's telling you no anymore. That's just not good. Yeah. And I just and I heard on the radio that he's starting a new band. Oh Jesus! With some like old mates or something, and he's releasing like he's released another song or something. But I was just like, come on, just Someone give it a rest. Give him an intervention or something. <laughs> he needs a new hobby. <laughs> Take up like knitting. <laughs> he's got plenty of money by now, surely. Like he's it's not like he's doing this for money. True, and true. he can't be doing it. Well, he obviously he's doing it because he loves music, but you know he's lost. There are other things. He's lost what he had. <laughs> there are other things than just to carry on releasing songs that no one likes. Yeah, he should anyway. manage someone or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was going off on one now. So Sorry, yeah, Robbie. That's uh, someone we wish would disappear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So my where are they now? Is um, Mike Posner. Oh, what a throwback. Does that ring a bell? <laughs> Does. Cooler than me. What an anthem. So, I I actually just found this out, but he's actually American. I think I knew that. Although I maybe thought he was, like, Australian or something. I don't know why, but I thought he was British. I think it's just the name Mike. I was like, yeah, he's British. <laughs> yeah. Cooler than me does feel like quite a British song for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I think it... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a American singer... And he actually started out as a record producer. Oh, did he? Yeah, so he was, like, uh, good mates with Big Sean when they, like, kind of grew up in the same hometown. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he kind of started out that way. Then he actually uh, released his debut album, This Is Gonna Hurt, in 20... That's not what it's called, I just mean, like, time-wise. This Is Gonna Hurt Your Brain. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh... <laughs> He released his debut album album called 31 Minutes to Take Off in 2010. Oh my god. Ten years ago. Ten whole years ago. And was cooler than me on that. Yep, it was. It oh, was his like hurts. first single off of the album was Cooler Than Me. And then he had another song called uh, Please Don't Go, which also did like pretty well. They did alright. They were sort of like in the top twenties, but they weren't necessarily like number one i don't think in the uk it kind what of cooler than me wasn't i don't think it was it's saying it was just like a top 10 i just remember that being like the soundtrack of the summer of like everyone was playing it. i listened to that song constantly it was a music video as well it was just really good but yeah so that came out in 2010 ouch <laughs> and um i think the general trend with him here is him is because he is american he did a lot better in the US, sort of like chart wise, most of the time. Right. Which I think we'll kind of see later on is kind of why he seemed to have like disappeared for like UK fans anyway. Yeah. I guess we talk about like we've talked about breaking America as like a thing for us. Like I wonder for them, is it like breaking the UK of like Probably trying to not. get into <laughs> like or is it just easier? I'm not sure obviously America's much bigger, but Yeah. I do wonder, I guess. But yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of like the killers, though. Like, they'd never really understood why Mr. Brightside basically was, like, adopted by, like, the UK as, like, an anthem. British and it, anthem. Yeah, it's just, yeah. So then uh, he actually started working on his, like, second album, 
which was going to be called Sky High, which just made me think of the movie. <laughs> what a good movie! And uh, he released a single from it in 2011, but then he kind of started to feel a bit like uncomfortable with like fame. Oh, so he actually took a bit of a break from his like own music and started writing music for other people. I feel like a lot of them do that, don't they? They kind yeah. of step I away mean, from the limelight. Yeah, it's quite early on in his career as well. I mean, he's only put out one album. And I guess that that kind of his two singles going so global must have been a bit intimidating. Yeah. But yeah, so he actually wrote Sugar by Maroon. Really? And Boyfriend by Justin Bieber. Oh wow. <laughs> and then he also wrote another song for Cher Lloyd. Oh my god, right, this makes sense because I mean like for some reason I associate him with the word swag <laughs> and that's that word is in boyfriend and it was it swagger jagger no it wasn't it was oh. uh, another one that I didn't really recognize oh but yeah um so he's sinned and he's also brought some bangers <laughs> yeah. but we'll forgive him yeah uh, yeah and then he kind of announced that in 2013 he was going to be releasing his upcoming album but it wasn't going to be sky high it was going to be called pages and then he released a single from it that sort of like did all right and then he kind of announced that he'd filmed this music video and then it was going to be on his new ep called pages so he's kind of like changing his mind a little bit about like what he's releasing and then the song was actually used for like a reebok campaign and there was like a remix and then the music video kind of came out and it was with uh, Big Sean. So that was all sort of like the end of 2013. And then he said two years later that the two albums that he'd recorded weren't coming out. They had been shelved by his record label. Oh, ouch. So they basically said that they didn't have a hit. So they weren't going to oh. release them. My God, that must be gutting. And then there was like this kind of reshuffle with his record label as well, where like they kind of broke up a little bit, but he was still signed to them. But like the structure of the record label just kind of changed, which I think probably had a bit of an effect on that. And then uh, he actually said in an interview a bit later that he changed record labels and he'd actually signed to Island Records instead. Okay, fair play. So it's just not it's not going it's not a simple kind of path to his second album no and then he said that must that, be quite stressful as well because it's like you're probably trying to like keep the momentum of your first like if you've had a few hits yeah uh, but then I guess like yeah it, it must be a I mean situation. he's like fully recorded two whole albums and they've just been like no I mean I should imagine as well like you spend a lot of time and then you're like labeled to turn around and be like yeah not a single hit on there yeah, not feeling it. he kind of said that like he'd like to release them one day, but that Pages wasn't actually going to be released. He was going to do kind of replace it with another project. Right. And then in 2015, which is five years since his first album came out, he released a kind of stripped down song on his like Vivo account called I Took a Pill in Ibiza. Oh. It was just like an exclusive song for his fans through like his email sign up list. And then it was only kind of later on that he actually released it like a couple months later. 
But it wasn't this that actually got the level of fame that we now associate with that song. It was actually a remix. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's not a... Like you said, it was just like a... He uploaded like a chill mm. version or whatever, but it's a bit of a like a dancier version that went famous, didn't it? Yeah, so it was actually remixed by a new, uh, Norwegian production duo called Sieb, who took the song, remixed it, and then released it for it to only get one billion streams on Spotify. <laughs> wow. See, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like, if someone takes your song and then kind of put their own twist on it, and then it does so much incredibly better than your version like how would you feel <laughs> yeah that's so true I I don't know because you'd feel slightly offended that your original couldn't get that but then you'd be like oh happy days I mean he's still great. getting royalties for it so we can't complain. yeah after that he kind of said oh I've got another EP coming out so he's still like pursuing putting out music it just doesn't seem to be going to plan and then finally, in 2016, his uh, second album came out called At Night Alone. And, I mean, it, w- it was sort of okay. The UK only went to um, 79 in the charts, which isn't great. Oh, dear. But it did go Was to there tr- any other, like, singles off of it that we would recognise? Oh, honestly, I don't think so. Oh. But it, it went to 12 in the US charts. So again, it's doing a lot better in the US and the UK, which is kind of why I feel like he did kind of disappear from like our perspective because after I took a bill in Ibiza, that was sort of it. Like he didn't really have any, kind of produce anything that followed up on that on the same sort of level. Yeah, I guess as well, like like we said, if someone said, or oh, name some Mike Posner songs, I'd literally only be able to... Uh like say cooler than me and I took a pill in Ibiza so yeah so yeah where is he now like what's happened since then why haven't we really heard from him well in 2017 so a year after his second album came out he actually left LA because he was kind of based in LA to go um move home back to Michigan well yeah back to Michigan because uh, his father was kind of dying of brain cancer and he ended up passing away oh that's sad and then um not long after uh Avicii passed away and he was kind of they were sort of close like they were trying to kind of work together quite a bit and it was actually him that uh Posner was like trying to impress in like the first verse of uh, I took a pill in Ibiza and then obviously not long after that um, Mac Miller uh, overdosed in LA and uh, died and it just kind of like made him rethink his like lifestyle and his like whole career and everything because obviously he was like they were all quite LA based they were all sort of like in the same circles had the similar sort of like career goals and things and he decided that like he was gonna give up all his old habits he was gonna stop drinking stop doing drugs And he wanted to do something life-changing. Oh, okay. So he began a journey. (laughs) I love this. Quite literally. In the spring of 2019, he started to walk across the United States. A a literal journey. (laughs) Yeah. Hobbit style. So he walked from New Jersey to California and didn't stop until he reached the Pacific Ocean and quite literally jumped in it. 
which took him six months. What? He walked for six months. Well, there was a moment he did have to have a break, but I'll come on to that a little bit. Okay. But wait, so when we say he walked for six months... Did he stay in nice hotels along the way or did he sleep on the side of the road? Did he not sleep? He slept in the desert under the sky. There was uh, there's a story about how he was uh, kind of taken in by um, some locals at one point and like they kind of looked after him. But yeah, he walked for 2,851 miles and he would wake up at 4am every morning. That and is walk, and crazy. Walk like 30 miles a day. And so obviously, he was absolutely knackered. His body was like <laughs> really battered and bruised, but he just like kept on going. And then at one point, he was uh, bitten by a rattlesnake. Oh God! But um, yeah, so the whole time he kind of had a lot of support. So he was actually with a fan at the time, who like literally rushed to him and like they called for help. And he they were kind of like oh, it's going to be fine, like, you just get the anti-venom, you'll be fine. And then he, so he was rushed to hospital, and they didn't have the anti-venom. Oh, God. So he had to be airlifted to another hospital, where they, like, finally got enough to kind of, like, get rid of the, like, venom. That's scary. He was really, like, it got to the point where they thought he might lose his leg. They didn't think he'd like be able to walk again. Oh god, and after walking all that way. Yeah, but um eventually he did manage to and he like re- completely like rebuilt his like stamina. And three weeks after being bit, he went back to the same place that he'd like left and just carried on going. Carried on walking again. <laughs> wow. What a guy. And um so yeah, and he didn't stop working on music either. So like, he'd release a new song every time he crossed like a state border. What was he like playing instruments along the way and recording? <laughs> I think he had a lot of like mixtapes like and stuff. Yeah, mm. and um, a lot of them included um, actual like voicemails that he got from people. So he like got one from like Diddy and like uh, Aerosmith, Steven Tyler. And they were all just saying, like, words of, like, encouragement and, like, kind of, like, giving him, like, a real boost as he was, like, walking. And he, like, oh, released them. Oh, that's cute. And one of them was actually from his mum. Oh. But, yeah, he, like, finally finished walking in October. So he'd, like, started sort of in, like, April, start of spring. And he quite literally jumped into the ocean and was, like, cheered on by, like, loads of fans and supporters. That's amazing. And he didn't stop there. He, he like, climbed another two mountain mountains. <laughs> like, he was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy must have some big blisters. Walking all that way, climbing up mountains. Put some stress on your feet. And he, like, carried on releasing music as well. Like, people would understand if he'd had a break and he was like, nope. <laughs> Gonna keep going. Nah. <laughs> so yeah, what about now? Like, what's he doing? Well, he actually said on Twitter pretty recently that he they had he had like a load of unreleased and like unfinished collaborations that he'd made with um, Avicii. 
that's cool so a lot of, a lot of his fans as well are like quite like desperate to hear them but uh, so they are unfinished so no one really knows if he'll ever kind of put them out and he also revealed pretty recently that he was featured on another unreleased track by the Swedish house mafia oh that's interesting so there's a lot of speculation because obviously they're like on like hiatus or something aren't they yeah so a lot of people are kind of like wondering whether or not they've got new music on the way yeah I know I did see some rumors not that long ago I think it was like I think it was pre-corona of them getting back together and people like freaking out thinking yeah I mean they were going to release new music so yeah that's the story of Mike Posner and how he basically disappeared quite literally walked across America and was still (laughs) releasing mixtapes that's insane i mean fair play to the guy he's yeah he's done it all he's and i guess like yeah for him to see so many people around him die of you know alcohol and drug abuse must have been like really rough and you know it was good that he decided to go the way of changing his life around yeah i mean kind of going down that route it quite literally could have ended in a completely different way yeah yeah but yeah, he is working on new music. Oh, so we might hear from Mike. I know, I hope he uses like, some like rattlesnake noises. <laughs> Set the scene. Some stomping from his walking boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just like one of the kind of... There are a lot of people that have just like randomly disappeared and I feel like that's one of the most like random things that they've done. Yeah, definitely. It's funny because... Uh, yeah, I guess in my head he is a one-hit wonder that disappeared. He had two hits, technically, but yeah, he just seemed to be someone that like yeah appeared, disappeared, appeared, disappeared. He's, he's obviously just going to keep doing that. Yeah, but yeah, I was quite. It was a nice. That's cool. One. Yeah, there's a nice one that kind of ends nicely rather than our usual <laughs> <laughs> dark ending. So, time for listening to this, and I think we know what the topic is going to be <laughs> of conversation <laughs> this week. Do you want to kick off? Because I'm pretty, sh- I mean, I don't know which song, but I pretty much know <laughs> what it's going to be. So, it's literally been impossible trying to like pick one. But <laughs> I think I've decided that mine would be Tis the, Tis the Damn Season by Taylor Swift. Great choice. I think I just That's definitely one of my was, favorites. It's one. It stuck out like on the first listen. I was like, it was already stuck in my head while I was listening to it. So I was like, okay, this is it. Also, <laughs> it's like Christmassy. So yeah, wasn't Win-win. expecting that. And she did the like classic Taylor thing of she captioned it as a photo, didn't she, yeah. or for a magazine cover or whatever. And none of us knew what was coming. I I still I'm almost still in shock that yeah. it happened I, I like well obviously at the time literally as it came out I'd like a message you on like Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and like it was broken like literally like I you I could see you messaging me but I couldn't yeah. actually like view the messages and I was like that's it she's she's broken the internet <laughs> she's done it she's finally done it yeah I yeah, don't I know if it fully... was a coincidence but in yeah Instagram and Facebook messenger went down at the exact moment that she 
announced it. So yeah. I feel like she did probably cause it, but I didn't I, I even like I can't even remember like really finding out like it's a blur. Like for some reason <laughs> for some reason I'd like check because I was working. So I'd like checked my I like looked on Instagram or something. And I was like really confused because there was like all these I was scrolling and I was just because obviously she did like a big post you know when you like get like a big picture on Instagram but you like break it down into little separate posts yeah. so I was just scrolling like why are there just like fuzzy trees <laughs> like who's posting this and then obviously I saw the like announcement and was like what and I thought it was fake yeah same I I didn't notice it on Instagram until you messaged me on Facebook and the photo wasn't loading and all I saw was like you're like what oh my fucking god or whatever <laughs> and then I, I you messaged me on Instagram and I saw it load and I was like no no I, <laughs> I genuinely didn't believe it I thought it was like a fan edit or something yeah and then the track list came out and I just lost my mind Heim Heim come on yeah. I'm still what a dream I'm now wondering if there is going to be a third. I mean, I did read about this earlier today of like people are saying because she keeps using three emojis everywhere that that means that there's a third album coming. I feel but like I don't know. I'm not. Sure. I'm quite happy if it was just two. I'd still be quite happy because I would obviously love them like both. But if there's a third, then we're on. <laughs> we're already on a good track record. I feel like there aren't that many albums that I love like from start to finish. So the fact that she's just made two. Yeah, like very close together as well. Oh, she's we'll just see. insane. Like, who does just... that? <laughs> yeah, who does that? Honestly, it's like she's just trying to kill us. These heart palpitations we're having every time she releases something. But yeah, what's your uh, current fave? I'm going to assume it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see. Oh, I I I struggle because I love them all so much, um, but I think mine and I put it was on our Instagram. It mine will be Gold Rush. I just there's it's just so good. <laughs> Every time I listen to it, I'm like, this is like my perfect song. Um, yeah, I I I saw that Jack Antonoff. I think it's one of the ones that he was heavily involved in, mm. and um. He said that the bleacher, like the rest of the bleachers, played on it as well. Oh, cool! Um, yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." And he's calling like the people whose favorite is Gold Rush Rushies. <laughs> he's like, For "My little Rushies out there." Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really loving that one at the moment. I think we're just going to be obsessed with this album for a very long time. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I, obviously we've always been big Taylor Swift fans and I just don't think we either of us saw this coming, but no. it also feels so right that it happened as well. I just can't explain it. Just like gutted as well, because I feel like this year we were, she was obviously going to be playing Glastonbury and then I also had tickets to see her at like Hyde Park. And so the fact that they were like that was gonna be, because like before that we were only seen her at a festival, and like even then like she was only on for twenty minutes. Yeah. And it was just gonna be. I was really looking forward to it. And it's almost bit sweet though, because obviously, if if she'd done those things, these albums wouldn't have happened. Yeah, I c- I don't think I could live in a world where they didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hopefully next year, 
potentially she's still going to do Hyde Park. Potentially she's still going to do Glastonbury. Maybe she'll and tour. I'm like, what's the set list? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, we're never going to hear one from Fearless. That's way too far back now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you'd have to... I feel like I'd have to do one from like from each album and then do a selection of the last two albums or well the last three albums because she didn't even tour Lover. I know I'm honestly like getting quite stressed trying to figure out <laughs> what's gonna happen. I think what you said earlier is gonna be gonna be right. She's gonna have to do a six hour set list <laughs> <laughs> just to cover it all. Or she could do like an album a night. That'd be really cool. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be the dream. Can you imagine? What what album number is this? Nine? Nine, yeah. So just nine flat out nights of her <laughs> go to every single one, one album per night. That's the dream. Done. I mean, by the time we get to red, I might be just like dead anyway after hearing <laughs> all too well live. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, now I'm like we've got new re releases to come, like Oh let us my god, breathe. I forgot about that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, wow. She's a busy lady. Can't relate. <laughs> I mean, I I think I barely have time to, like, watch TV sometimes. I She just... <laughs> and I'm not even doing anything. I'm, most of the time I'm playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did in, like, lockdown. This is what she did. <laughs> Look at my island. <laughs> this is my lockdown accomplishment. Wow. But, yeah. What a woman. I guess we should do uh, throwbacks. Yeah, we should probably stop talking about Taylor Swift now. Uh, yeah, go on. What What's yours? Uh, mine's Move to San Francisco by Circle Waves. Oh. So that came out at like, the start of the year, but I and I was really obsessed with it, but I completely forgot about it. Like, I feel like so much new stuff has come out now, but like, when I looked back on my kind of Spotify wrapped and like top songs of 2020... There's so much stuff in there that I don't think I've listened to since the start of the year. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. But I must have listened to it so much that it's still kind of showing up. I remember you telling me about that song because I knew like quite a lot of Circle Wave stuff, but like older stuff, and I hadn't really listened to any of their newer stuff. It was more like the t-shirt whatever kind of mm. stage that I listened to them, and I've seen them a few times. But um, yeah, I I really like that song. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back through now because I just can't remember like so much music. Just yeah. Taylor's just like taking over. Like, <laughs> give someone else a chance. <laughs> yeah, I think like that happened for me with like the band Camino because oh, yeah. I like totally forgot that they'd released this like EP and that we actually seen them this year. Yeah, like half of that EP is literally in my like top songs of 2020. Yeah, I'm, like oh yeah, like. I forgot I about that. played that, yeah. And like, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, this is really good. What's your uh, throwback? So my throwback is, I don't actually know when this came out, but it's definitely a slight throwback. It's Babe Can I Call by The Hunter. <gasps> yes. Oh, what a song. I, it came on shuffle uh, while I was in the car and I was just like screaming along to it. <laughs> and I was like, is that oh yeah, this is... Yeah. Yeah, this is brilliant. I don't. I think it must have come out quite a few years ago because I remember, like, listening to that album when it came out. Um, is and that one with they um, had like a bit of a gap. Does that have "She's Casual" on it? Yeah. And bonfire. 
tunes. Yeah, so many tunes. I'm so excited. We have tickets to see them. I'm literally yeah. so excited. Never seen them before. No, I I've like been wanting to see them for so long, and yeah, the guy's voice is so good. So uh, yeah, I can't wait to see them. Like, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Definitely. Cool. Okay. Well, that kind of wraps up episode number eleven. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Anchor and all kinds of different places where <laughs> podcasts are available. You can also follow us on Instagram where we post fun things like memes and our favourite songs. I'm sure there'll be Christmas scene now that we're edging closer to Christmas Day. Tis the damn season. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> and next week we're going to do a Christmassy episode of well it's just going to be random Christmas related music things I feel because Hopefully. we don't have a big story yeah if we can find enough so um, yeah that and we'll let you know what our favourite Christmas songs are if we can figure that out as well <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool so that's it from us and we'll see you next week bye why am I waving bye. to you <laughs> Bye. It's like I'm in a Zoom call. You know when you have to like wave? Awkwardly wave goodbye. Bye.